Welcome to the Positive Pants Podcast. Mindset, motivation, and inspiration to help you find your positive pants. Let go of negative thinking and stop living for the weekend with your host, Fran Excel. Welcome to the show. As always, it's Fran Excel Mindset Coach helping you find your very own pair of positive pants so you can get out of your own way and live a life that you love. So excited about this one because I'm getting in early. Why you shouldn't make New Year's resolutions. Controversial, you may say. So as we approach the end of the year, I thought I would get in early with this message before it's too late. I felt like now is a good time to share my number one tip on how to stick your <laughs> to your resolutions. Are you ready? Wait for it. Don't make them. Yep, absolutely don't make them. So why I don't make resolutions? I don't make them anymore because I realized it made January all the more depressing when within a week, all right, within a day or two, my plan to cut out carbs inevitably fails. Plus, living like that is not really living. You're constantly in this state of deprivation, this always focusing on what you can't have, which is nothing, you can have everything. It then inevitably becomes all you want, and then that's hard. And it's also pretty unhealthy. It's not a great way <laughs> to be, but it's also a really negative way to start your year. The way I see resolutions is inevitably they tend to end up being fault picking exercises and a bit of an excuse to just highlight everything that you think is wrong with yourself. Yeah. They're usually just inherently negative and that is not the best way to start your year off. Now, here's a shocker for you. Did you know that only eight percent of us are actually successful at sticking to them eight percent why a massive reason is you're actually leaving too much to chance resolutions tend to be a lot more fluffy they tend to be either not specific enough or not measurable in any way um, and psychological research also shows that there's something called ironic mental control this is something that exists. Very fancy name. And essentially what it means is that the harder you focus on not doing something or being a certain way, it actually makes you do it more. So for example, they call it the white bear problem. But the example that you often hear people saying is like when someone says, don't think about a pink elephant, what instantly comes to mind? And the more you try not to think about a pink elephant, the stronger that image becomes. I've got a great image of a pink elephant. Mine's got clothes on. Is that we're, I, I don't know. But normally we, we even set resolutions already believing we're going to fail. When 95% of our functioning is subconscious, if we don't believe we can achieve something, we're going to sabotage ourselves. You know I love talking about some self-sabotage. We all do it. We've just got to be conscious of it. And also, often we're setting resolutions, we're actually not that into them. We don't really want to do them. A lot of the time, the shoulds get in the way of resolutions. So, oh, it's January, I should do weight, I should lose weight, I should quit drinking, whatever it may be. One little tip is know why you want to achieve them. If you don't have solid motivation and a solid reason why you want it, then you're much more likely to give up or procrastinate on doing it in the first place. If you connect to your why, and we know that we talk about your why at, at 
and it does sound so wishy-washy, but I really want to defluff it. <laughs> it's so important because if you can connect to why you really want something, you are far more likely to achieve it, genuinely. So ask yourself how things would look for you this time next year if you did achieve the resolution or whatever it may be. And if you want it bad enough, it will be so much easier to motivate yourself. But you can start to see why this is so difficult, right? The other thing is people expect to break habits. Habits of a lifetime overnight, which is near impossible. And when you fail, in inverted commas, it can really damage your self-worth. So you're kind of just setting yourself up to fail the majority of the time. Every single good example for you. I keep talking about weight, but it used to be such a big thing for me. Every single year since I can remember, I essentially tried to starve myself in January and resolved to lose a stone in weight in a ridiculous amount of time. And I've been through years, years, probably at least half my life of yo yo dieting. And I set myself up for failure time and time and time and time again by thinking that just by deciding that's what I wanted, that it would happen straight away. Yeah? So you've got to shift your focus. 2017 was the year that changed that cycle for me. I completely changed my thought process and shifted my focus. I didn't focus on the negative thing that I wanted to change, i.e. having one too many spare tires, or right, three too many spare tires. And I made a conscious decision to for it to be about my health, I wanted it to be more healthy. I've been really struggling with arthritis, and I still do, and something called, here's a mouthful for you, patellofemoral pain disorder, okay? It's pain in your pain in your knees that's, that's constant. So I was always uncomfortable and in pain, and something needed to change. And one of the only ways to, to improve those symptoms is exercise. So I said at the beginning of the year that I wanted to find an exercise I could do to, to improve the pain. You know, I was in my mid-30s and I couldn't run for a train. It was ridiculous. So that was my focus. And a nice little 20-pound weight loss was added to the bonus that came with it. Yeah? So I ended up achieving what I wanted by attaching it to something that was actually positive, bigger than me, more important than wanting to be thinner. Does that make sense? So I started making the decision to go to two Bikram yoga classes per week. I was like, look, it's two evenings can't bear exercise there's two evenings i'm just going to do it and i don't know if you've ever been to a bikram yoga yoga class but let me tell you <laughs> on the days that you have one of those which is an hour and a half in 40 degree heat you will not want to drink the same day or even the day before or even really the day after you will drink way more water than you would normally and you will not eat heavy meals so you don't feel like you're going to pass out or be sick when you're in there. So you'll naturally start making these much healthier choices with zero effort. Yeah. Does that all make sense? So what I want you to do, and this is a nice follow on from um, the episode, how to set goals that actually work for you, but make goals instead of resolutions. Pick positive goals, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, but do not be afraid to dream big. Goals, ideally, that directly conflict with what you do want to change or give up, like the example I was giving you, and also allow you to create the new positive habits that you want to with far less effort. 
Yeah, you've got to remember you are breaking old habits and forming new habits, and that does not happen overnight. You need to give yourself a minimum of a month getting through the hard bit where it's all conscious, and that's what forming a habit is. It's taking the conscious, unconscious, something that you just do, yeah, without having to think about it. So pick goals that really, really motivate you. The next one, funnily enough, get accountable. Ah! If you are intent on making this year the year that you finally achieve what you really want to, in your personal life, in your business, whatever it may be, then get an accountability buddy or hire a coach. You know, personal trainer for your health or personal development, um, transformational coach, business coach, whatever it is for everything that you need. Someone that can actively help you get there. Resolutions tend to be big changes we want to make that can be overwhelming. But if you have someone to help you break it down into smaller steps and get you accountable, then you are much further along on your way to success. So funnily enough for me, use journal, a journal or a habit tracker, which is a form of journaling anyway, to keep you motivated and on the right track. There are loads of printable versions on Etsy, like mine. Look up Fran Excel print printables and I have the journals laid out, I have the habit tracker laid out, I have meal planners laid out, exercise planners, all there. Um, but you can put these up on your wall or your fridge, which I always find helps. So you can actually see it every day and start giving yourself a better chance to form habits, whatever it may be. Even if it's posting on social media once a day, helping you to get consistency in your business if that's been a problem for you this year. And the last thing I want you to do is celebrate. Celebrate every teeny tiny little win on the way. Promise yourself a treat once you achieve it for motivation purposes, whatever that might be for you, whether it's something you want to buy or whether it's giving yourself an hour in the tub, uninterrupted, no people allowed, whatever it may be for you that it feels like a real treat, a real reward that you get to have when you achieve what you want. I love to get people to do this when they're setting goals. Often they would hit them and then it would be straight onto the next one with no reflection or time to appreciate what you've achieved and the milestones that you've hit and this is something we do every single week in the mastermind every friday is all about celebrating what you have achieved even when you feel like you didn't achieve everything you wanted to there's always something to celebrate so you can always end your week on a high but know that this stuff takes time you do have to push through the hard bit to create the new neural pathways that allow you to form the new habits that you need and then get to the good stuff where it all becomes so much easier. It just becomes something you do. Give yourself that time and understand it's not supposed to be an overnight shift. It will be hard. It will be effort. But if it's worth it, then you stick with it and appreciate that what you're doing is retraining your brain. Yeah, you're creating new habits, creating new neural pathways and know that eventually it will become second nature. That's how it works. And if you want to head start with this, then perfect timing, then book your ticket for the 5th of January for the Positive Pants Planning Live. Go book it now. The next three full price tickets purchased will get a bonus of a 45 minute one on one call with me. And if you have been feeling stuck, frustrated, overwhelmed or procrastinating in your business in 2018 and you know that you're what's standing in your way and you're self-sabotaging, then this is the event for you. Have a think about where you'd be in your business without that annoying inner critic telling you you can't do things. What could it do to become if you actually took action after action without that self-doubt and imposter feelings holding you back? 
what could being free from overwhelm and procrastination actually bring into your life? Would it be more freedom, more income, just more calm? That'd be nice, right? <laughs> so on the day, we're going to be taming those pesky but inevitable mindset gremlins that have been holding you back, get you looking at things differently and setting you up for success in 2019. You will, of course, learn my tried and tested methods to bust all those pesky gremlins. And you'll end the day with your positive pants firmly on, a full plan for 2019 and feeling, if I do say so myself, fan flipping tastic. And I may even share a little Prosecco with you. <laughs> a little guilty pleasure. 5th of January doesn't count in dry January, right? It's the week after. Yeah, I'm sure it does. So here is to a great 2019. Get in there early. I, I hope that was really, really helpful for you and a little bit of a different way to look at it going into 2019 because we all do this we it's the definition of madness isn't it we keep making the same mistakes we keep repeating the same behavior and expecting things to be different this year is the year that changes whoop, whoop. so i hope to see